0: I got hurt just after Wimbledon, I had a month out, then I played a bit of World Team Tennis. That was the first time I hit a ball since Wimbledon, really. Then I won the Futures that I played, and that was it for the end of last year, and then only this year I've been able to play again. Obviously, I got married, had a baby, and stuff like that. Little things like that have got in the way. Other than that, it's been, I've been frustrated. I want to just get out and play, I don't care where. Because ultimately, you've got to play everywhere if you want to get to centre court again. And my ranking is a lot lower than I want it to be, so I've got to sort that out.
1: Hey everyone, John Wertheim here. It is this week's Sports Illustrated slash or dash tennis channel tennis podcast. This week, our guest is the number 401 ranked singles player on the ATP Tour. Why are we talking to someone ranked so modestly? Because it is Marcus Willis. You remember his story. Of course you do. At Wimbledon last year, uh, tennis was in, in dire need of a, of a story like this and it got one, Marcus Went through pre-qualifying, qualifying, qualifying, won his first match. This is a guy ranked outside the top 500, won his first main draw match, and then uh, fell eventually to Roger Federer on center court. But it was was a great occasion and a life-changing moment for Marcus. Part of it was just the tennis and the fact that anyone can beat anyone on any given day. It was very validating and reassuring, great sports story. But also, I think Marcus is... Attitude and demeanor and the way he uh, made the most of his moment added to the story. So you'll see when we talk, uh, very easy to like guy who uh, really seems to have some nice perspective. He comes to us from Vero Beach, Florida. He's playing Marty Fish's Children's Foundation USTA Pro Circuit event. Uh, let's give a shout out to Marty, one of the uh, another tennis good guy who's running this event from his hometown. Marty lives in California now, but uh, spent his formative years. In Vero Beach. All right, let's uh, let's bring on Marcus Willis. This is a fun talk. We talk about the transition from uh, really sub journeyman to uh, if, if Carolyn Wozniacki and Aga Radwanska uh, per Maria Sharapova's agent are journeyman. Uh, Lord knows what Marcus Willis is, who's never been inside the top 300. We'll we'll call him a sub journeyman, but uh, still, I think it's it's easy to forget, and we shouldn't. This is one of the top. 500 practitioners uh, of a global sport in the world. So this guy plays at a very high level, and he was able to bring that to bear last year. at Wimbledon now, he's back uh, playing challenger-level events, but has a great attitude about it. Also, uh, interesting, I wouldn't say a bombshell, but dropped some interesting news about a, a relocation plan that uh, I, don't, I don't think many of us knew about. Anyway, uh, this was fun, fun conversation with a fun guy. Let's bring him on, Marcus Willis. H- how are you and where are you? Let's start there.
0: I'm in Vero Beach. Um, playing uh, playing an event here on the clay, my uh, my favorite
1: surface. Yeah, I, I was going to um, say I don't I don't see you as a clay quarter, but uh, maybe you'll surprise us. How, how's it going on that surface?
0: It's all right. Yeah, it's, I don't play on it too much. So it's sort of, I come out of hibernation once a year and play a couple of tournaments and uh, see what I can do.
1: We should say this. Is, this is Marty yeah, Fish's it, it, it's uh, good, tournament. Good
0: to play. Have you? Uh, is,
1: is have you met Marty? This is this is his uh, Children's Foundation tournament that he does every year. His, I know uh, it. I haven't.
0: I haven't met him. Obviously, I know who he is. Um, he was a little. He was playing a slightly different tournament to me a few years ago. But um, I met his mum yesterday as well, and I think I met his dad as well. So it's just a great tournament, and it's a great foundation as well. Actually, it gives gives kids a, a good chance.
1: Let's uh, let's let's start at the obvious place, and I'm sure you get this question uh, several times a day. But with with a little bit of detachment, how how do we uh, how do we reflect on Wimbledon uh, 2016?
0: I don't think I'll ever be able to think about it and not think that's a bit crazy, to be honest. Um, so, I mean, I, I always believed I could beat good players. I never had the chance before. Um, and it happened all in two weeks, really. So it's a lot to take in all at once, but it was just awesome. The whole, the whole experience, the way I played, you know, I drew Roger in the second round and, you know, played played a great match there and, yeah, it was. It was very. It got very big in a couple of weeks, and um, you can never really prepare yourself for
1: that. I, I always, I always thought of you there when um, you you were going from interview to interview, and I, you know, I'd, I'd see you. You'd pose with whoever Goran Ivanisevic, and and you would. You you were sort of. Mm. I I always wondered how how you balanced the fact that you recognized this this was a unique story and, and this was uh, an opportunity you might not get again with. How do you balance that with the fact that look, I'm I'm in the main draw of this tournament. I didn't, I, I did win matches to get here. It's not like they drew my name out of a hat. I don't want to be no. so distracted that uh, I'm taking away my my chances of advancing in the tournament. How did you sort of balance the rec- recognizing it was a crazy story with the fact that you are a professional tennis player who's pretty good at this sport and uh, you you didn't want to just completely savor the uh, no save the exactly occasion? that's the
0: thing you know what the media is like it, it finds a story and. You know, and make makes it even bigger. So, you know, t- to myself, I wasn't a 172 player in the world. I just stopped because I'm a player, so pro to earn some money because I couldn't afford to be on the tour. Um, so I was playing a lot better than that. I was in better shape. Um, so I wasn't as surprised as everyone else was. Let's put it that way.
1: Did you have anyone advise?
0: I was still I was still surprised because I, I hadn't played a match on grass, I hadn't played a tour in a while, and, and I played brilliantly.
1: What was was best of five playing under those circumstances with tv cameras i mean what what was sort of the the hardest part about it
0: that i I, was actually dealt with that okay i mean i I play well with big crowds with, with good support i love i love playing tennis um so that was actually a positive the cameras you sort of get used to him snapping away but you're so focused on the match it doesn't actually matter um things could sirens could be going off and I don't think I'd realize a lot of the time. so I it's, saw. Uh, it, it, it's it's something tough to explain but you're so in the zone that actually all of that doesn't matter you just focus on playing tennis and I took things one at a time so I'd play my match and I'd go and do media and I'd switch off during you know answer honestly but not tie myself out too much with it um you have to break it down otherwise you know if you if you look at all the things you have to do and it probably can become too much but um, no, I just broke it down and and got on with it, and it was all very positive, so it's quite easy to do.
1: Yeah, I was going to say you the, the media crush was the media crush, but it it did seem as though everyone loved this story. I mean, you you were not getting people uh, tr- trying to un- uncover bad news or no, go, no, go dirty. Normally, doing. with
0: the media, you get a couple of you get a couple of no
1: people love it. No, story. this was
0: uh, this was all positive. Yeah, this is all positive.
1: So was anyone? I think one of the reasons this was such a successful story is that you really seemed to embrace it, and, and you did the interviews, and you had a smile on your face, and and there was a sense of uh, you know I, I think there was something almost validating that look we we can all get these these breaks. Was anyone advising you? I mean, was anyone sort of giving you some tips? And I I can't imagine what it would be like suddenly really. being thrust into I mean, people this said position.
0: if I want help with the, with the media and interviews, then 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 we're here to help. But I I did it I did it well. because they said after the first press conference, they said you yeah, that was that was awesome. You did really well. So. But but the whole you the, know, the if you need anything in it yeah, but that's the way I am. You should if you do it, you gotta do it with a smile, I think. It's fun, it's it's your, it's your job, it's I don't know. There's nothing bad about it, I suppose.
1: did, did you see this as sort of look, I, I had this magical ten days, I, I was the lottery winner of tennis, uh, you know, I it, it was cherry 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 <laughs> on the slot machine, or, or did you say like, you know what, finally my game is coming together?
0: Yeah. Finally I've been given the because I mean how, where else do I play against someone 50 in the world I have to play futures if I win that I get to uh, I won a lot of them I got to 320 and then you qualify for challenges you can't get to play these guys that often
1: right, um, right.
0: so I, I got given that. I pre-qualified I won all the qualifiers played the 50s but you know I've got a chance to play against these guys and I always thought I could do it but of course you're going to lose a couple of matches when you when you first play them and it was just nice to be able to, to prove to myself I always knew I could do it but you need the results to, to back yourself up sometimes. Um, and yeah, it was you know I, I, I did think fine. I didn't think I've won the lottery at all. I, didn't, I played well. I didn't. I've, I've played better matches before. It's not, it's not like I played um, outside my bounds at all. I just um, was mentally very good and played played my game and played it pretty well.
1: How did you handle the transition of what came next? I mean, how how was it? You're you're playing Roger Federer on center court. I mean, that's that's as as big as it gets <laughs> in the sport. And then suddenly, you know, I don't know if you saw a few years ago. Remember D- Dustin uh, Dustin Brown beats um, Nadal at Wimbledon. Rafa. And then yeah. week in week two, he's playing some club event in Germany where you're sweeping the courts with yourself. Where well, you know, you're, you're your own line sweeper. And there's a yeah, picture yeah, of yeah, Dustin so Brown uh, dragging yeah. the broom. How how was this for you?
0: That's tennis. I mean, even before the there's so many highs and lows you go through. I played the junior tour. I was 14 in the world as a junior and top in Britain. So I played all the slams, bar Australia, but that's a different story. Um, I played all the slams. So, I you know, I was in the Grand Hyatt in New York. And then a year later, well, less than a year later, you're in Romania by yourself in a room staring at a brick wall. And you're thinking, it's an X. This isn't. There's no. There's no pattern here. Right. Right. That's the life of a normal tennis right. player. I mean, obviously the freaks are again the top twenty and the top. The Dimitrov, the, they're very, very good. So they don't. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure they've had to play a few tournaments that, that aren't as nice. But for for a normal for a normal tennis player, that that's that's life, and you have to get used to it. But yeah, no, the Federer Centre Court was a bit extreme. I,
1: I also it's wonder. Uh, you More you you you're, you're, you're 25 years old. You're of self-possessed, well-adjusted guy, I, I imagine uh, this this would have been more jarring if you were nineteen or twenty. But um, but you you were able to play the rest of the year and not uh, say, "My God, I was playing Roger Federer at Wimbledon and getting driven around in a you know chauffeured vehicle." I wanted to
0: play more. Actually, it was I got hurt just after Wimbledon. I had a month out. Then I played a bit of world team tennis. That was not the first time I hit a ball since Wimbledon. Really. Um, I, play, I did did pretty well there. Won four of my five singles, so that was good. Then I won the futures that I played, and then, but that was it for the end of last year. And then only this year I've been able to play again because obviously, obviously I got married, had a baby, and stuff like that. L- l- little things like that have got in the way. But yeah, right.
1: Life's been rough.
0: Other than that, it's been. I've been frustrated. I want to just get get out and play. I don't care where, because um, ultimately you've got to play everywhere if you want to get to center court again. It's not. And my ranking is a lot lower than I want it to be, so I've got to sort that out. What so do you remember? Frustrating, really.
1: What, what What do you um What do you remember about your interaction with with Feder, who who really seemed to love this? I mean, he would talk about. I don't know if you saw any of this. I mean, he would talk about you with this this smile on your face, and and he seemed to be as into this story as anyone, really recognizing that this was a a fun tennis story. What was your interaction with him?
0: Ah, oh, he was great. I mean, the whole thing was was awesome. He spoke to. He came up to me a few hours before the match, had a quick chat and then after the match, really nice the next couple of days I asked how I was doing um really, really top top guy, obviously, let me have my moment on'm thought as well after the match fierce competitor though as soon as as soon as the game started, there was no you know he wanted to get me, he wanted to to beat me, and that that's you know part of part of his job um but he was yeah fantastic <laughs> obviously. It's very, very obvious, but he's a very, very good tennis player. Um, and the, the, I, I lost ideas, um, especially now he's worked on that backhand as well.
1: You like that backhand, so huh?
0: Obviously, Open final against Raffer and he's he's pretty much unbeatable at the moment. I'd say
1: he's 35 years old, going to be uh, 36 in August. You, <laughs> you, you've got 10 more years than you. I mean, is this is this something you see yourself? Uh, <laughs> you see yourself playing I mean it's in not
0: 30s? abnormal there's a lot of guys 33 34 still playing in the top 100 um, if you can keep your body going right right then that's great that's it really it's your body that's why people retire and some people mentally don't want to do it anymore but I've, I've never played a full finish year I've, maximum tournaments I've played is 18 I think so I'm still eager to play tennis. that's not an issue it's shit staying injury free I've got a great team around me now so who knows who knows? I might be still going at forty, trying to live the dream. I, I,
1: I've got a, I've got a vulgar question for you. I've, I have a crass, ugly Go American on. question. Were, were you able to? Ca- I mean, you, you did quite well with prize money and, and second round, m- money at Wimbledon. But were yeah. you, a- were you able to capitalize at all on this, uh, on, on this story?
0: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, while I was injured, I had a few media jobs. You know, Hello Magazine in the UK and. Bits and bobs on TV, but no, not that much. Um, not as much as I probably would have in the States. Um, but no, as I said, while I was injured, I had a bit more time to do stuff. But you know, the cost of living and the cost of playing outweighs that massively. So, um, not really, not really.
1: So someone had, uh, you know, everybody sort of joked, oh, they should make a movie about this, and. So someone had actually made an inquiry yeah. to to Tennis Channel about whether your your rights were available if they wanted to option your your story for uh, for for film or for TV development. Did that did that ever happen? Did anyone uh, did anyone get rights to no, your story? No, I,
0: I think I'm gonna. I think there might be a book happening um, at some point.
1: Oh, great! I'm um, speaking okay. to a few
0: publishers at the moment, so I think we'd we'd start that one you know, before the movie. But that that would be really really cool. Yeah, it is a pretty cool story, but you know, I I believe it when I see it. You know, a lot of, a lot of lot of things people talk about, and it's a great idea at the time, but is it practical? Um, I don't know. But yeah, of course, of course, I'm open. <laughs> that'll be that'll be really a really cool thing to do outside of tennis as well. That's a that's a,
1: uh, that's, a that, that, that's a good attitude. How is this, this is your this is your first event? Uh, I was told this is your first event out on the road as a father. Is that right?
0: It is, yeah. First, first, uh, first one Daddy Cool.
1: How, uh, fa- face- so like face- FaceTime is your friend? <laughs> Sorry? Your fa- FaceTime is, uh, F- FaceTime is a great invention, isn't it?
0: It is very good, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't do too much at the moment, but she started, um, <laughs> she smiled at me the day before I left, so that was pretty cool. Other than that, they, they eat and poop, and that's about it, really, isn't it?
1: The, um, just you wait. Get, get through the first, uh, it's like a presidential administration. Get get through the first hundred days, and uh, then then things get better. And then
0: we're in what,
1: rewarding. What, what's the um? What's the state of your game right now?
0: State of my game. Yeah, you are healthy. Good. You're hitting the
1: ball. I'm, okay, I'm confident.
0: I'm hitting the ball all right. Yeah, I, there's, obviously there's lots of things to work on. I'd like to always improve my baseline game a bit, touch up around my serve, and there's always things to work on basically. But I'm pretty happy. Um, We'll see, we'll see, because sometimes I hit the ball great in practice and you get out for a match and it's not as good, or you play someone who who destroys the rhythm. Um, So I don't know just yet. I'm playing my doubles match later, I'll have more of an idea then. But hitting the ball well, moving pretty well, in in the best shape of my life. So it's all on paper looking very good, but obviously tennis is a a strange one, isn't
1: it? You ever heard the, uh, I don't know if you're... uh... A, a boxing fan or a or a, a UFC fan, but you ever, you ever heard the expression "gym ninja"? I haven't. Ever, no. So these are in the guys. Ninja. These are the guys who just crush it in the gym and in practice, and then they go out for a fight and they and they can't quite deliver. And what? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I know, I know what you mean.
1: P- people were saying. People were saying with you, like this is tennis. This is a great example. Here's a guy, and you know, on on you you have a couple of these days and suddenly you're, you're winning matches on on the main stage. And I remember Paul, Paul yeah. Anacone, uh Paul Anacone with, um, who I, who I work with the tennis channel was saying, look, Marcus is a good player. Like we all know about him. I mean, it's yeah. just a question of him putting it together. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I did some work with PA when he was in the UK. So, you know, I know him pretty well. <laughs> He's a great coach, obviously he speaks for itself, but no, yeah, I, I I do, I do believe in myself and I've always believed that I'm good enough. It's just um, you always need A, to deliver and B, opportunity um, and, and things to fall together. You, you do need an element of luck sometimes. And of course, I had a bit at Wimbledon, but, you know, um, was it lucky to play Federer second round for the story? yet? <laughs> right. I'd have liked to have won a couple more matches.
1: <laughs> did, did you? Uh... But you
0: can't be fussy with these things.
1: Did, as as a uh, as as someone who seems uh, especially grounded and, and rational, did did you allow your mind to uh, before the match say, "My God, if I could take down Fetter on center court, this thing goes to a whole other level." Did you did you allow yourself to uh, d- to go there? No, no,
0: not at all. I, I did believe honestly. I did believe I could win the match. Um, hindsight, hindsight, maybe not. But I, I was quite tired as well um, after that match, the next morning I, I struggled to move. Well, you'd, but, you'd played, you played. Know, uh, Journaling gets you through, and, um, but no, I did. I did walk on believing I could win. I didn't think of the repercussions. Um, but I had a plan. You can't go in without a plan, otherwise it, it would get even more embarrassing. I was so going to say, if,
1: if, if the plan now I is I didn't to. didn't think uh,
0: too much about it. But yeah, it would have been pretty good, wouldn't it? <laughs> the um, <laughs> I'd have played Evans third round as well. That'd be. Yeah,
1: you you would have played Dan Evans, right?
0: Yeah, third round. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been a tasty
1: yeah. match. Um but but go back to that another yeah. point that what what to you be <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And uh and Dan, Dan Evans has better tattoos than than both of you. What um but I, I wanted to ask I mean what what's what's the um what's the what's the biggest difference? I mean what's what's the biggest factor in translating the skills you have in practice in in the gym to a, a match that means something. I mean you obviously you you did it terrifically for uh for two weeks at Wimbledon last year. I mean, what what's the biggest difference between taking these skills that you know you have and expressing them when it's it's a match that's that means something?
0: It's gotta be so well trained that it's autopilot, so you get on court and you just do it. That that's how good it's gotta be, that's how well practiced it's gotta be. If you're thinking this movement, that movement, it's not gonna happen for you. Not for me anyway. Um I, I played an autopilot and you know, if a ball landed short, I'd, I'd go up to it and take it on, drive it down the line, and come to the net. That was me not even thinking about it. If I thought, "Oh, what do I do?" When, when you've got too many options, when you're second guessing yourself, that—that me personally, that's when I don't play so well.
1: What, what's the reception when when you play an event like you are now? Um, I mean, what what are people? How, how are you perceived by your peers? Or are people still referencing last summer? I mean, what what's what's sort of your response when you're with other guys who are ranked where you I think I think you're four oh one today, but when you're with uh, when when you're with other guys in a tournament like this, what's what's the response you get? How are you perceived?
0: Oh, I tell you everyone's you know, says well done, it was a very good result, but everyone sort of got the same dream, so they're getting on with their job, I'm getting on with mine and it's it's uh, it's not yeah, people don't talk about it too much. Um Obviously, yeah. I don't know. You have to ask my opponents. I don't know if it means anything when they play me. You know, if I was playing someone who'd, who'd done that, I think this guy's got a gear in him. Would, would that change the way I play? I don't know.
1: Our, um, our guy, that, that's guys. Something, that's uh, something I'd
0: have to speak to my opponents about, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, no. I'm just I'm putting myself in their shoes and saying, my God, like there's something really instructive about this. And boy, if if, if, yeah, this, if this guy can do it, why can't I? Are pe- people are still talking about yeah, that match? I'm three uh, one up.
0: I'm three one up, and he hasn't made a four. <laughs> <up. laughs>
1: people, uh, people are still. I got some trivia for you. You know that match last week that was interrupted by the uh, by by the couple.
0: Yes, I heard um, about that TFO and someone else. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the the same guy calling that match is the one that called the match when you had the uh, the, the the coke and the candy bar.
0: Mike um, tea, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I know exactly. him
0: well. Yeah, yeah, I know him well.
1: Um, all right, we we asked we asked readers for some uh, <laughs> we we asked readers for questions they wanted to ask you. We we can do this in speed. Okay. We can do this in speed round form. Um, what's Let's Will's go. What's Will's favorite crowd cheer when he's playing?
0: Uh, oh the Wimbledon, the wheel bombs on fire one was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Well, bombs on fire. Federer's is terrified.
1: That was pretty cool. I <laughs> um, don't know how
0: true it was, but it was a great yeah, chance. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I don't know about the terror, but um, does Marcus yeah, use. I'm not sure uh, about terror. <laughs> what do we have? Who was your, your role model, Marcus, to be a tennis player?
0: My role model when I was yeah, younger. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, I had a few. I, I like the Sampras Agassiz matchups. I like Goran because of his personality.
1: I remember you um, posing with no, I I remember, had a uh, you I remember you posing with. you got to meet him at Wimbledon. I remember uh walking by you as you two posed. Goran Goran yeah, yeah. No, to meet talking.
0: Yeah. My mom's got a crush on him as well. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> there you go. Good so good good uh,
1: good father-in-law material, Goran. Um if you did not become yeah, a tennis exactly. <laughs> player, if you uh if you did not become a tennis player, what career would you have chosen and why? I'm going to I'm going to say you're going to say uh, d- dental hygienist.
0: Absolutely not. Okay. That looked, that looked terrifying. That stuff. Um, <laughs> something to do with sport. I like soccer. I don't know how good I would have been, but something to do with sport or coaching sport. But I, I couldn't sit still at school, to be honest.
1: Your your wife's a dental hygienist, right? But so let, you, let let's, too... let's
0: say let, let's say I play for uh, for Real Madrid alongside Ronaldo. Let's say that.
1: There you go. And uh, there we go. You, you you had a rough weekend last weekend. Fa- favorite uh, favorite destination bar at Wimbledon
0: favorite destination bar wimbledon uh destination america's pretty sweet i like it here south beach miami's pretty nice
1: no i think i think they meant like like uh, uh like tavern you know like uh like pub bar. favorite uh favorite i mean i'm
0: not i'm not like, <laughs> i've had a couple of drinks at wimbledon before but not not many not as many to know yeah, the dog and to, fox at wimbledon let's say that
1: yeah but i feel That's like you 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 also were a, you, that. you you were there as a player, and not as a uh, as a fan. I'm not sure why they they asked you about that. Um, have they named center court at North <laughs> at Northwarks Tennis Club after you yet?
0: <laughs> I don't. I haven't asked. I'm not sure. There's a, there's a there's a gas station right behind it. Maybe they can name that after me.
1: Finally, how I'm going to I'm uh, I'm going to edit this one because it's indecent. But how how do you like being a husband and father? I'm going to clean that up.
0: I want, to know the, I want to know the unclean version. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll i i'll send like it to you off this is a family father.
1: show um how how, huh? are, how how are you enjoying uh how are you enjoying marriage and fatherhood
0: uh very very much so um no it's awesome if you have a bad day you, you get home and, and life's okay you know it's um i'm enjoying it very much it, it's great <laughs> honestly
1: and the, the, i mean the family's obviously back home when do you uh how, how much more time are you spending here in the U.S.?
0: Um, my flight's booked for next Thursday, so only another week. Um, not too long. FaceTime works, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, for FaceTime is a uh, yeah, is a great yeah. tool for uh, for being a spouse and a and a parent. What um, you, you like the U.S.? What you what do you make of this place?
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, opportunity. The facilities are great and yeah we're thinking of we are we're moving out out to the states in january you are to uh yeah to knoxville tennessee we've got friends there so I'm gonna move there there's lots of people to practice with and i can uh play play quite a few tournaments in the states that's that's the uh that's the idea at the moment
1: oh that's that's an interesting uh that's an interesting career are you uh is this sort of a was this a full-time move is this Six months for tennis.
0: Ah, uh, next five years, um, certainly, certainly will be for the next five years and see where I am there. So see where we are there. Oh wow! Um, but it's it's just a great place. We love it there.
1: Um, you like you like uh, you're you're up to speed on SEC football.
0: Not as much as I'd like to be. I need to need to do my homework. I was on
1: that. Gu- I was going to say you uh you don't need to take any uh. Language courses, but you'll, uh, you'll you'll have to get up to speed on Tennessee football.
0: I'm, I'm getting – I'm getting, Yeah, I, I went to a game last uh, couple of years ago. Hundred and ten thousand people.
1: Exactly. What What do you <laughs> that think? Was pretty
0: cool. Four hours though. TV match. Four hours long. I
1: mean. Uh get That's used VFO- to get me, get used to sports in the United States. Um, Brilliant. No, but I'm, I'm saying they all. Uh, we, we've got a problem with length of game. Um, all right. Last question. Ser- serious question. What, what do you? Uh, <laughs> What, what do you anticipate at Wimbledon 2017? I mean, have you talked wildcard? Have you talked about appearances? What's you you stole the uh you stole the show last year. What do you what do you anticipate this summer?
0: I don't know what to anticipate. Obviously, I'd love a wildcard, um, but if not, I, I I believe I can do it all again. So it's not it's not. I haven't thought about it too much. I'm playing. Liverpool exhibition right before, so I'm going to have some appearances, I'm going to have some growth practice to get to good players, so we'll just see, we'll just see. I mean, obviously my rankings, not where I want it to be, but I've got tournaments to then to get it up, so there's a lot of factors depending on it, but either way, I believe I can beat anyone in the draw, so that that's, that's good. I've just got to, you know, go and prove myself again, but hopefully, hopefully in the first round of the draw.
1: You're entirely too nice to be a tennis player. You don't want to go in there and say, the amount of positive publicity that I brought on this tournament last year so yes. merits so merits a wild I mean, card in I 2017. Say I want other
0: to say it.
1: We're going to get you an agent. Um, <laughs> I I did not the the Knoxville <laughs> I gotta I gotta admit you you threw me a little with Knoxville Tennessee. Good for you. Um, yeah. There was there was a player. I yeah, uh,
0: to throw some in there every now and again, don't I?
1: Are you? Yeah, exactly. You ever you ever know uh, there, was, there was a player Chris Woodruff who's a. Uh,
0: yeah, him, um, Woody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Who um I know great, I
0: know fairly well, yeah.
1: Uh, lovely guy, top fifty player, and he blew out his knee kicking field goals. So uh just okay. a, a cautionary tale. We go go, go to the Tennessee. There, yeah, right? I was gonna say go to the Tennessee football games, but uh don't uh don't do anything I don't, crazy. I
0: don't do Woody.
1: Um this was fun. <laughs> I uh I, I appreciate this. We wish you uh we wish you luck and we want to see you not uh not in pre qualifying and not even in qualifying. We want to see you in the main draw at Wimbledon. Yeah, this year.
0: I would like that very much.
1: We're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna try and make that happen. Um go go win some Fantastic. matches and uh keep 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 your spirit. Go win some matches and we'll uh we'll talk soon.
0: Hello there, thank you very much.
1: Thanks, take care. Thanks, Marcus. All right, that was a fun conversation. Knoxville, Tennessee. That uh that's that's an interesting one. But uh good for Marcus Willis. I think you got a sense of why uh he was so popular. Part of it was the uh, the tennis. Part of it was the, the personality that um, you just got a glimpse of. We love that story. And uh, I, I think we need to lobby for that for that wild card. Um, all right. That does it for this week. Uh, good conversation with Marcus Willis. We thank him. We thank Jamie Lasanti as always. I'm John Wertheim. We will have another podcast next week. Have a good week, everyone. And thanks for listening. <laughs>